Welcome to Everything You Remember Sucks. I'm one of your co-hosts, Matt. I'm one of your co-hosts, Colleen. And I am your third and most powerful co-host yet, Anoop. What was this, the smirk? I, I was it laughing was weird. at how many crumbs are on Matt's shirt right now. He looks like a fourth grader. I ate bread. <laughs> Me <laughs> That's too. That's not an excuse, man. Totally Do you see it all over my body? <laughs> yes. Eating bread is totally an excuse. I mean, it does explain where the crumbs came from. Right. But you can't just be like, I ate bread, therefore I have crumbs on my shoulder. You could eat bread. What the fuck you did you do popcorn. to that bread? You yeah. could eat a cupcake. You could, There's a lot of foods that crumble, Matt. You had you crumbs like... on your shoulder, though. Unless you were eating a baguette like a corn on the cob. <laughs> I don't know how the crumbs got to Wait, shoulder. how are you supposed to eat a baguette? The other day, Matt, I don't remember what we were eating. Something with sauce. But he got it literally all over him. Like lit, like lit, like ruined a white shirt. Well, I think part of that is a lot of people think about food debris in your beard itself. But what they don't think about is that the hair can also flick and send food debris elsewhere. Yeah, it's like broadcasting what I've eaten all over my body. Yeah, there's actually a a diffuse sort of miasma of tomato sauce around Matt at all times. So so now I'm starting to think Colleen's confusing dandruff with It's not dandruff. It's so much crumbs that it looks like dandruff, but it's not. It's crumbs. Okay, maybe he put the bread in his hair, too. We don't know. How does he keep it so silky smooth? Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's... Damn, what's a bread that starts with M? I don't know. Martins. Ah, Martins. Damn it. Ah, damn. Okay, one more time. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's Martins. (laughs) (laughs) Edit that together. There we go. (laughs) All you, Colleen, because you're doing all the editing, apparently. The power of editing. Can I edit one of the episodes? Sure. And then you can do the other. Yeah. You're giving away the secret sauce that we're recording two right now well yeah and i know people are going to be upset that we're recording two back to back because they really rely on this podcast to be sort of topical and hard hitting but nature of the beast guys you know sometimes you just got to record them ahead of time <laughs> well what are we starting with first oh wait it's my week it's so i week. get to introduce what, yeah Matt, why are, are you asking us Fuck we are we about know. to talk about well we're starting spooky season we had the okay oh yeah what friends. are we calling october is it spooktober Everything That's you remember spooks. <laughs> Everything you remember spooks. Oh. Uh, I came up with the title for next year. It's spooky, but there's twos in front of the O's. It's 2020. Oh, <laughs> oh damn it. Sp- 2020. <laughs> it's, it's hard to pronounce, but it, it's good. It's good for it signage. Um, Spooktober works. I am vehemently against spooky season because this is a thing that apparently has been going on for years people say it's spooky season i don't remember it maybe it's because i wasn't on the internets enough to notice it but i really hate how much the internet is just full of like memes about spooky season and i'm like yeah it's called fucking fall spooky season that's kind of that's new to me okay i'm not the only one yeah spooky it's october the internet loves October. Yeah, it's called October. It's called a, it's got its own October. It's got, it's already got a name. It's called October. Spooktober. Well, yeah, now it's Spooktober. Yeah. So now that we've officially rung season. in the bell. What is it? 12 days into October? Look, <laughs> 13 it's not days. our fault that we knew our schedule and knew we weren't going to record the Friends episode and knew that was going to come out in Halloween and we still chose Friends. Totally out of yeah. our control. 
and totally out of our control. It's yeah. not as though we could have done anything about the way in which we and we alone released this podcast. But to be fair, we did release Friends. I looked it up. This Friends aired 25 years ago on September 22nd. I think it was on our... <laughs> so we missed the... So we missed it, but we were pretty damn close to the That's about years. as close to topical as we could get. So. Yeah. I'm pretty proud of us for not knowing that and just having it luck, yeah. luckily work out. In- fair but enough. For Spooktoberfest, it's all spooks all the time. Right. We're each going to get one spooky thing this Spooktoberfest. Spoo 19, 2019. It's Spoo 2019. <laughs> Spoo It's like when they got to like 2019. I'm sure the New Year's glasses were all the zero and then the nine on the other eye. Yeah, they probably look right? They look really dumb and they yeah. need to stop doing that. And it's going to happen again next year. There's people going to be with a two in the middle of their fucking forehead. I think that one has two O's in it. Yeah. Well, yeah, 21, I, it's going to be a stretch. Um, you know what we can do for Spooktober is we can everything you remember sucks. Do a little vampire teeth on it with some blood on our logo. Oh, because it we sucks a like a. Va- do you get it? Sucks like a vampire. Like a vampire oh. sucks blood. Oh, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually like that. Yeah. All right, my contribution is done. I'll see y'all in the next yeah, episode. Okay. Good oh, thing we. Colleen, got, no, uh... wait. You have to record the rest. Of- She's leaving. Oh, I think she's going to mock it up. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. yep, nothing like a audio medium to have some digital design going on during. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're each going to get one thing. Um, we'll do our classic sound bite at the end that I know people wait on bated breath for to start guessing and speculating what we might be doing. Mine, at least that one guy whose name I still think we haven't confirmed, have we? I'm sticking with Thomas. Didn't look it up. <laughs> okay. No so part of week. I'm sorry, dude. Don't. Did you even send it to me? No. It's yeah. mine to And the know. picture you sent me does not have his name yeah. on it. So That's what we I looked at. We all referred that. back to the text. Yeah. Um, I will I will look it up, but I will not tell anyone. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, so I was just assuming. I didn't even see it, and I just assumed it was something like Thomas. Just kidding. I have to tell everyone it's Thomas. <laughs> okay. Good. Good. Famous, um, famous tank engine. Famous yep. for his English muffins. <laughs> Same guy. A lot of people Colleen, okay, let's. I said this episode is going to be pretty short. Here we go. We were in the yeah. grocery store today, and Colleen eyed some Thomas English muffins. And do you know what she referred to them as? Nooks and crannies. <laughs> called Nooks and crannies. No, no, no. T- yeah, but it said it on the side, and the other ones didn't. And I didn't want you to pick up like a fucking raisin. They all say Nooks and crannies. But that one said it. I got the right one. You got the right ones because I said Nooks and crannies. This is topical. Looking it up. Yeah. That, I mean, that's up? always... T- They're Thomas English muffins. Yeah, Nooks and Crannies was like their selling... It was like an ad campaign for English muffins. If an English muffin didn't have Nooks and Crannies, no one would buy it. It's like, buy this flat bun. <laughs> buy this garbage. Yeah. They're so good. Man, you can't get like a basic breakfast sandwich in the city of LA. Did we talk about this? No, yeah. this sounds more no. important. Yeah, it's so hard to get just, like, sausage, egg, and cheese, bacon, egg, and cheese. It's always got to have fucking, first of all, fucking arugula. Fuck arugula. Yeah, no, um, arugula is not good. People have to get just, off their high arugula horse. I like it. You're still, you're researching English Not muffins. all of them say nooks and crannies on the side of them. I'll have you but know. But more than one do? 
three of them do. Yep. Okay. That's a lot. How many are there? One, two, three, There's four, like five, nine. six, seven, nine. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's a good amount that don't say nooks and crannies. But does it imply that the ones that don't say nooks and crannies have neither oh, shit. nooks nor crannies? You got crannies? the nookless crannies version. <laughs> if you're trying, if your doctor says, "Hey, look, great job on the cholesterol. Your nook level too high <laughs> through the roof." And I looked at your legs. There's several crannies there. <laughs> You're going to want to find the nookless, crannyless version when you go to the store from now on. You know, that it's would devastating. be so unpleasant. Because nooks and crannies are actually just holes in bread. Yeah. So it would be just a crack. But even crackers have holes. It'd be so a it shitty be, bagel. It would be a really bad bagel. The dense, It would be if you pressed a bagel until all the air came out and then yep. ate that. Mm, it'd probably be underbaked, as Paul Hollywood would say. Because whenever it's underbaked, there's not enough air in it. So... And he would jam his thumb and into your food. And he would shove his thumb in it and it would just stay there. It wouldn't pop yeah. back. What's weird is that afterwards he then gouges your eyes out with his <laughs> thumbs. And I'm like, wow, they really commit to this. It's only in the October episodes of yeah, Great British Makeup, though. Um, I'm sorry LA doesn't have any breakfast sandwiches. Austin suffers from the same problem because tacos. Just tacos. Um, it's all tacos. Yeah, I mean, the breakfast tacos, I'm down. Like, I'm down. Don't get just me wrong. Different, but they're a different experience. Yeah, I just, there's something about, like, look, if I want a healthy breakfast, I am i don't need a little arugula on a sandwich. Like, I've already made the wrong decision. I'm getting yeah. the sandwich. Don't yeah. do this game. Avocado? Fine. That's just fat. It's delicious. I love it. But fucking arugula? Out of here. If I want something healthy, I'll get an acai bowl. It's, like, texturally like weird because it's things. not crunchy. No, just like and leafy. it's like they say arugula is peppery, and I guess I get that. I could say it's better than like shredded lettuce. Of course. Oh my god, that would be but... fucking criminal. Someone put shredded iceberg on a sandwich. <laughs> right. It's just not what I'm looking for. I guess the idea is like, oh, it cuts through the fattiness, but why would I? I want the fattiness. That's why yeah. I got a breakfast sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> totally with you. I'm not. I'm not trying to fool anyone into thinking I'm trying to be. And happy. I think a lot of people are going to see how this relates directly to our topic this week, which is yeah. which course, is Resident Evil Four. Of course, the breakfast yeah. sandwich of the arugula on the breakfast sandwich of video games. Yeah, well, the reason that Leon is so captivated with saving the president's daughter is because she was coming back with a breakfast sandwich when she got abducted. Right, that would be a great plot a better plot for this game than the one that actually exists did you see that arm here okay colleen is now fascinated that i have one long arm hair <laughs> it's so long oh is that a breadcrumb i bet you what? haven't heard that one before man <laughs> i definitely haven't pulled it out we've removed the distractions from colleen <laughs> what if there's more of course okay. there's gonna be more your weird grooming fetish can be saved for later <laughs> let's record a podcast this game came out in 2005 on the GameCube as an exclusive, which is crazy to me that this like very adult, intense game was a GameCube ex- exclusive when it first came out. It came out on every other platform since then, pretty much, including iPhone, Android, um, PC, Xbox 360, PS3, PS4, Xbox One. So this game has definitely been super popular. It's gotten everywhere. I've played it on gamecube and now on xbox one and i have thoughts about it colleen watched me play for 15 minutes so she's gonna be useless this episode yeah i took the controller for approximately three minutes of it and it was right at the beginning and i got to the first part where you gotta shoot the 
the guy and it was too scary and too spooky and I stopped. Yeah. Anoop, what's your experience with the game if you had any prior? And then we'll talk uh, about how You know, far I got. don't think I've ever actually played Resident Evil 4 before. I've definitely played some of the Resident Evils. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely one that has like this style of tank controls, essentially, I think is the best way of describing it. Five co op together. It's certainly possible. That sounds about right. Yeah. I was going to say, I thought we'd played this one co-op together, but the second I started it up, I'm like, oh, this isn't the one that we yeah. played. Uh, so it must have been five. Uh, yeah, it is a relatively new experience for me. Don't love the control system in Resident yep. Evil. And uh, yeah, that's going to be a lot of what I have to say about this game today. So, so before we get into a bit more of like this game, and then we can talk about our experience with it, how far did you get in the game? I got through the like first village uh-huh that big fight there and then i didn't get much further okay yeah, yeah. so i got it i played about four or five hours i'll probably play through this game all the way because i'm very much enjoying mm-hmm. it um i i wanted to get through some of the first chapter because i think the village is probably the most iconic part of this resident evil because there's no conventional zombies like they're all these parasite infected humans that are still somewhat sentient, although apparently everyone's running speed is like a brisk walk. Sure. Um, so this game, for for those of you who don't know, Resident Evil prior was a fixed camera game. So the idea would be like, if you were to walk into a room, there would be a camera in one point and you couldn't look anywhere else and you would move the person through that room from that camera angle. Whoa. And then as you moved in different rooms, you would get different cameras. That sounds hard. So this was a big departure for the game. It took a long time in like development hell to get it right. Um, and I don't think this version... What? Right? Kind of sucks. No, I think... Okay, we'll, we'll talk about the controls. But um, the version that came out was a big departure from the series and really critically acclaimed. I've read a couple reviews that were talking about how much they love the gameplay, the soundtrack. The story, I think, is pretty shitty, but of course, like all video game reviews, it's like, if you clear the lowest bar, it's like, the story changed my life. I saw people talking about Fortnite and their, like, progression storytelling through the season, like, inspired. Like, Fortnite's map got sucked into a black hole this week for its 10th season, and people were like, wow, this is incredible. I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to just empathize with Colleen here on this one. The second you started talking about Fortnite, I was like, oh, man, I can't be bothered. (laughs) 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 I get five years older in the proximity of conversations about Fortnite. So should we start flossing? Is there a storyline in Fortnite? You jump out of a fucking plane and kill everyone until you're the last one left. What's the fucking story? But, like, the map itself has had, like, a story going on. I don't know. So, it's like, there's they've been doing weird things on the map, yeah. and that's the story. It's just, like, they change something, and everybody's like, ooh, what does that mean? It's like, it's just, it's just something so that the people who work at that company don't blow their goddamn brains yeah. Abso- Absolutely. I'm just saying, it's a low bar to clear to impress video game critics with your narrative abilities. Yeah. Um, are these are kids gen z yet can i start generalizing about oh it's not gen z what is it i don't know what's the next generation mega millennials mega millennials millennials. (laughs) i know they're still called millennials but i think they're actually a different generation no i think they're gen z i I think think you're right because i think millennials are also gen y 
Oh, are we? Yeah. Oh. As in, like, why do we exist and why yeah. am I still alive? Yeah. yeah. Millennial things. Yeah. <laughs> why won't somebody kill me? <laughs> Which is what Colleen felt like controlling this game. Yes. Did not like it. So, yeah. We can talk so about critically well received. Yeah. Critically well received. Yeah. This game was probably the first quote unquote scary game I could play and like tolerate. Played yeah. a lot of it with friends. It was a great game to sit on the couch and watch someone else play. What do you mean tolerate? Like, just not like be shit my pants okay, scared. It wasn't too spooky. I didn't like scary stuff. Yeah. Like, me neither. Do you even still like scary stuff? No, no. I don't really. Yeah, I love scary things. Yeah. I'm a big horror movie guy. In fact, it's as you go as we go through Spooktober, not to spoil what we're doing, this Spooktober is particularly not scary, which yeah. is why I think we do have to do a we have to do another fifty two episodes in reality, probably like ten episodes <laughs> to get to next Halloween. <laughs> yeah, because we definitely I, need to find something spooky. Yeah, I have way more horror stuff that I could do. But I think not calling the, calling this game not scary is a bit of underselling it because there is a lot of tension in it. No, like, no, this game is definitely yeah. scary, and uh, in particular in the gameplay, I think what they're going for functionally is a lot of the horror comes through your limitations as a player. That is exactly classically it. in Resident Evil. It was that fixed camera. Yeah. They could play because that's a big thing in the filmmaking, right? If you make a horror movie. A lot of more modern horror movies are kind of relearning this lesson where they have like shots staged in such a way that just something else is happening where the main character can't see it, but you as the audience can see it. Yeah. And you just watch it happen and nothing particularly scary happens, but the entire time you're like, fuck. Yep. This is eerie as shit. I mean, for me, like uh, Halloween, that movie Halloween, like the Halloween was the scariest fucking shit to me because it's like, and it wasn't even that scary. Like looking back on it, I'm like, this wasn't a scary movie, but like just having that tension continually building just like stressed yeah. me out and made me really scared. Yeah. I I think this game does a good job of making you feel pretty helpless. Like, yeah, you get some like pretty powerful guns later on and stuff, but like it's one guy against these huge mobs. And for those who don't know, the control scheme is, I think unique to this in Resident Evil 5 only where you can move your character in any direction, the camera angles over the shoulder, but to shoot, you have to stand stationary and aim. So there's no ability to move while damaging enemies. This includes like taking out your knife, throwing grenades. It's like all dependent on putting yourself in the right place and then taking down the enemies. And it's really tough like especially picking it up fresh like i don't know if it took you a couple of tries to get through the first village but it took me a couple tries and i was like it took me a while to get to the first village which is why i stopped i was like fuck this i'm so uninterested in this yeah i texted a new like it definitely you start to get better at it and know how to uh like kite enemies kite is like pulling enemies to specific areas um like when you were in that area with that girl yeah, so you, like, run past people and yeah. get, like, up a staircase or in an alley and then just take pot shots. But, um, yeah, it's hard. Like, the controls are difficult. They make the game hard. And they make the game scary as fuck. Because you'll be, like, aiming at a window or something. And since you're, it's, like, a very tight camera, something will just come up behind you and hit you. And you're like, oh, shit. 
or like there'll be enemies with chainsaws walking around and you'll kind of just hear the groan of the chainsaw getting louder and louder but not see them and be like well this isn't going to end well with yeah me. and you can't really run away because the running in this game is very slow yeah and i think some of the game being a bit older like speaks to it doesn't always seem fair like sometimes it feels like you're past an enemy and it still hits you or it's not perfect like it definitely well, yeah the is. controls aren't particularly tight yeah it definitely yeah. is a 13 year old game but to me what was craziest playing this especially so close to sonic was these games are only five years apart mm-hmm. and it's like night and day in terms of like an old oh yeah game. i'll give you that way better than sonic the hedgehog yeah. <laughs> i'll yeah. tell you that much i this was a remaster um but yeah. it's a pretty old remaster so the graphics look good but not amazing but even on gamecube i was watching videos of like it's an impressive game sure no i don't know anything about games to yeah. know en- enough i i that it is or isn't impressive i mean yeah it was definitely I was I I was surprised how well it worked. And that is about the extent of my uh my opinion. Yeah, cuz I got no nostalgia to run on with this one. My classic horror game is Dead Space. That's like mm-hmm. probably the first horror game that I played and really enjoyed. Um I think the issue that I run into now is I don't know how, who has the patience to like try and die over and over again. Yeah, uh, it's it's definitely a game for like I can because you were mentioning that it's not actually that long, so it makes up for its lack of length in it's a fixed difficulty and you just have to do yeah. it. Like, there's no easy there's no mode. Ch- there's no yeah. hard until you beat the game, and there's so much trial and error because even as you get good, like you'll run out of ammo or just position yourself poorly, and have no chance like yeah yeah. i felt like i just kept watching you like you'd do is you'd get into a scenario where you're being attacked and then you die but at the same time you're learning like oh a guy's gonna come from my left so then when you redid it or like oh there's a bear trap that's gonna go off so i better hit it before you know what i mean it's like it's basically the only way you can actually do it is like knowing what's coming yeah and i think that's more old school like japanese games like i didn't play the latest resident evil or the two remaster which were both like very well received as well which i think had a lower difficulty barrier of entry so you could just experience the game Mm -hmm. and i was kind of hoping for that going back to this one not remembering but i was fully intending to put it on like easy mode and yeah just just get as far as possible i was gonna do the same thing i was like uh nope no, you know what nothing. this kind of reminded me of like if i i mean i didn't really play it so and i didn't really play this other game either but i've watched you play both of them is cuphead like for the where you just learn like cuphead nobody can get through a fucking level in cuphead without dying yeah like you have to keep going and learning and dying i mean like oops that guy's gonna come from the bottom of the screen or whatever it's like it felt like that to me which i don't love yeah. i don't have patience for that shit well, but what I'll say about Cuphead and uh, another game, Super Meat Boy, more modern games, is they're all they're both meant to, you're meant to die in those games, but they make that repeat loop very quick. So you yep. die, you come back, and you're you're already back into it. Whereas I think in this game, you could get into a scenario where you kind of like fuck up enough over a consistent period of time that you're just like 
uh, now I just don't have enough ammo to do this fight. Yep. And I'm fucked. Yeah. <laughs> the game isn't so punishing as older Resident Evil, where it's like if you die in between typewriters, you're going to go back to that. Like, there are quick saves in between. Yeah. But they're not so forgiving where it's like if you take out a wave of enemies, you'll start there. Like, you're going to go back to basically the start of whatever encounter you're going to have. And spot on, like, if you're not equipped, it's just not going to go well. And that, yeah. that kind of leads into some of the other stuff I want to talk about besides, like, the movement and, and firing is, like, this game is very Resident evil where it's, like, inventory management is huge. Like, you didn't get far enough to start having, like, your inventory hit its cap and like moving around the item so you can oh, fit yeah. everything it's like that is also very japanese yeah. i've played like deus ex has that where it's like yeah there's a lot of inventory management and deciding what you actually want to take with you yep and it's like it. again i just i know the the newer resident evil games do that to stay kind of true to the the experience but when you're playing a game now and you're like Oh, okay, to pick up this one box of ammo, I have to rotate my herbs so they're sideways to fit them in here and then like throw out my gun stock. It's like, okay, like it's it's a, it's a cool difficulty element, but just let me pick it up. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, I just don't, I don't like inventory management. Like we're playing Borderlands 3 right now and that game doesn't have any management, but has a lot of inventorying. And even that, I'm like, oh, this is repetitive. Yeah. It's repetitive, and it, and it's like it starts to get annoying because like you want to just increase the size, but then you get more size, and now you're like, well, now I have all this fucking garbage. Right, exactly. To do with and it. and yeah. this this game allows that as well, where you can buy buy your inventory up and buy more items, and then you're like, well, now I'm not using this stuff, and yeah. Um, there is also a cool dynamic with upgrades and earning money and collecting like valuables to sell. Yeah. Um, we didn't get far enough to really experience any of those trade-offs or, or yeah. like, difficulty. Did you even, I don't think you would have even gotten to the merchant, right? No, no. I, it, by my measure, I think I got just slightly before the merchant. Yeah. I think the merchant is like such a memorable character. Um, has, is that the guy that kept saying the annoying stuff? Which one? Like the one like holding his coat open. Yeah. yeah what are you selling? Yeah. What are you buying? Yeah, that he repeated that a lot. Well, anytime yeah. you click the inventory buy or sell, he says yeah. it. Welcome welcome to a meme, Khalid. Welcome to a meme. That's <laughs> that's so much a meme that I know it. Yeah. I barely played Resident Evil. I'm like, oh yeah, the what are you buying guy? Yeah. <laughs> I think this game has like a couple of memorable characters. Like I love Leon's look with like the fur line jacket. And the tactical so... tactical uh, turtleneck. Yeah, he's such a specific character. Yeah. Um, but let's talk a bit. Colleen is is just checked out from this episode because she's beyond what? her three minutes. Me? Huh? Um, let's talk a bit about the story and then the, my least favorite part of the game. The fact that the story turns this into a, a follow simulator or something like that. There's a name for something like that where you're like managing another character. But I'm oh, yeah. blanking yeah. on it. Um, so yeah, the game has a very Japanese story in my mind too. I mean, all of Umbrella Corp is super Japanese, right? But yeah, the president's daughter has been kidnapped and you're going to Spain where she was last seen. And there's a cult leader there that's been turning all of the villagers into mindless slaves through this parasite. Yeah. Um, and yeah, has abducted the president 
in hopes to control president? president's daughter okay i was gonna say what in hopes to control her and get her back to the president and then like activate her um so that she could infect the president yeah yeah it turns out that of course umbrella corporation is behind all of it there's like military people involved who are pulling the puppet strings and all this stuff um i do think the the parasite the las plagas i think it's called is really cool and yeah, so I was reading about Las Plagas, and, yeah. and I know a little bit more about it because it's also in five, right? Las yep. Plagas. So I, I've seen more of like the evolved forms of Las Plagas in that game. Uh, it's a cool concept. While I was reading about it, I came across like several like video essays about like uh, this is how Resident Evil Four ruined the plot of Resident Evil games, and a lot of it they chalk up to Las Plagas, and. I guess because it made the gameplay move a little bit further away from, like, traditional zombie video games. Right. Because Las Plagas have a lot of ton of forms and stuff. But I don't know. By my, you know, maybe because I'm not a huge fan, uh, not a huge fan of the franchise, it seemed pretty in line with kind of the way these games work. Yeah. Wait, what were the other plots? Like in the other games? Yeah, like the other Resident Evils. Um, so the first one is like relatively self-contained. You go to this, I think you investigate like this, this house call as a cop. And it turns out that this mansion that's connected to the Umbrella Corporation site, zombies have broken into and like run, ransacked. Are they like normal zombies? Yeah. Okay. And then the second yeah. one is there's an outbreak of the zombie virus in a town. And it's your, your Leon in that game. And it's your first day on the job and the zombie outbreak um, has happened and they end up nuking the town to like contain it i don't remember three i don't think three is like well received um i i don't know and then four is this one where you think the zombie outbreak has stopped turns out umbrella corporation has developed this like next generation of this virus which is this parasite well um, the parasite was something they found oh okay and then they advance it so umbrella corp is investigating the parasite because they want something new right and they like tweak it and then i think that's how it like iterates on where it's like uh, the next time around it's las plagas again and they've iterated even more and then they make a virus that's like based on las plagas it just it keeps going it's very very japanese yeah (laughs) um but in this game yeah they what happens is I'm pretty sure they give it to this cult leader to start to control people. And it turns out the military is pulling or umbrella and the military mercenaries are pulling all the strings the whole time. And yeah. Um, but it, it is really good body horror. The Los Plagas. Like the first time I think Colleen saw it where I shot the guy's head off and then the parasite parasite like worm like bursts out of its head. Yeah, it's fun. It's like super good. Like, and they, they're like, swinging around and it changes the gameplay up and yeah you said a noob like the forms change even more throughout the game and the yeah. bosses get more horrific as they get more and more infected so i, I think I mean, it works really well you could see the line between this and like as we go to more horror games in the future mm-hmm. i mean body horror is just kind of part par for the course right like yeah. it's very rare that you're just fighting a person usually it's like ghosts and shit in which case they're spectral and they have additional abilities or it's like a giant fucking monster and it's become that way through some manner of body horror uh this and silent hill obviously has a ton of that as well yeah where it's like some twisted form 
I think like we should watch some playthroughs of some of these games, Kala, because they're fun to watch. And, yeah, like, I'm not like into playing them, but I would, I wouldn't hate watching. Like, I like watching you play video games. I just don't want to play them. If I want to recommend, if I would were to recommend, and I imagine they've done Resident Evil Four backwards compatible. Mm-hmm. It's Miles, Luna, and uh, oh my god, I forget the other guy's name. Well, it's two guys from Rooster Teeth, and they do playthroughs of old games. And I know they've done Resident Evil Two, okay. and yeah. they've done a few other ones. I like their horror playthroughs because they're just telling jokes the whole time, so it's like a good balance. Yeah, um, not and, too spoopy. Uh, not too spoopy at all. If you Maybe want to see the, spoopy. the spoopiest, the, the game that this like most directly inspired that Anoop was mentioning is Dead Space, where it's very similar in kind of pacing and control, but then the body horror is like way more Yeah, we, I mean, spoiler alert, we will be doing Dead Space yeah. at some point. Wait, did I you, love Dead Space. Did you explain what body horror is? Yeah, body horror is... And I just wasn't paying attention. No, I didn't explain it. Okay. But body horror is some sort of like horror imagery that is graphic to the human body and like disfiguring yeah. or uh, unnerving unsettling okay so saw would be like the classic example that i think a lot of people would be or a hostile i yeah. think would maybe be the first one Ooh, where it's saw. like we should do saw yeah it's on the list okay um, good. i see saw all the time <laughs> yeah yeah because uh, <laughs> he drives by a park it's <laughs> a good joke uh, uh yeah but it's like just anything that's very uncomfortable to to watch sort of involves mutilation like the latest latest season of stranger things has gotten very into the body horror where it's like bodies are dissolving yeah that's great exploding open (gasps) oh aliens yeah alien is probably maybe the first body horror in I don't know. I mean, like, the fly existed before that. So I guess there's a ton of it out there. But Alien's, like, that classic, when the alien chestburster first comes out of that guy's chest, that's, like, classic body horror. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So, the, I, like, I don't think this game starts in the body horror character. But so then... it's, like, if you have, like, a, just a monster. No. It's, like, the, like that's, like, animal-based. That's not body horror. No. But if it's something no, no. that looks sort of like it could have been a human at one point. It's or not it's something done to a human. Yeah, it's not necessarily, like, the imagery being humanoid it's like a human transforming or getting maimed or disfigured into gotcha. that or like the alien busting out of the chest or like so i guess like the hulk <laughs> you could film the hulk in a way that it is body horror they don't because i don't think anybody really leads on that particularly yeah. though the ang lee hulk did have some body horror elements to it nobody likes that movie so American, there might be a reason why. <laughs> American Werewolf in London where he's transforming oh, and it's like super painful. The fly and Noop was mentioning the Oh my god, I forgot about Jeff that. Jeff Goldblum where he's just like melting. Yeah. Like Ooh, that yeah. was so great. That was like I remember watching that when I was little and being like, This is too much for yeah, me. Yeah, when it makes your skin crawl. Yeah. Like that's body horror. That's okay. when you've started to get to the right place. Yeah. That's that's a good movie, right? When it there. makes your skin crawl and then you become the fly. Yep. Yeah. yeah, when your skin crawls away from you and you're just some weird sort of skeleton person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> spoopy. So spoopy. But I think the I think the monsters work and I think like they're it's it's cool they're moving around. I think the AI the AI is like what makes the computer yeah. do something against you. Okay. Like the AI has some cool behaviors that make it interesting, like how they sidestep out of the way or like put up ladders or break through barriers. Like I think the game's change in pace works, 
because I don't necessarily find too much enjoyment of just trying to avoid a zombie's grasp. Like, yeah, that's not as compelling or scary to me. That's okay. more just like frustrating. If you had to make a spoopy video game, mm-hmm. like what would the style of video game be? Do you think? I think the scariest games to me are ones that, and Dead Space does this a lot, put you in more claustrophobic or like dark areas. So limiting your light source, Oof. limiting your visibility. Yep, I'm feeling so it. So like having something that you could only see the beam of your flashlight or like making it so that there really isn't a way out. My heart's literally pounding in my chest right now. I can't even think. It's not even a game that exists, and I'm I'm already freaking out about we it. Could, I couldn't yeah. play it. We'll watch Dead Space because it's a, like I think I would just make Dead Space. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll have to do that sooner rather than later. I was thinking of like, oh, we could just save it, but maybe we'll do it. Yeah, coming up. Sounds like we should time. do it. Um, yeah, it's a very good game too. Yeah. It like controls well. It still controls pretty well. The story it's is gotten... interesting. I think it's very interesting. I'll try. You know what we should do? We should do it when we're all together. The next time that we're all together and then you guys can watch me be scared shitless from a video yeah. game. <laughs> Maybe we could stream it. Maybe we could do Everything You Remember Sucks this stream. Ooh. Everything You Remember Streams? There that sounds go. like urine. Don't worry about it. We'll figure <laughs> it out. Um, Anoop, what do you think of like the... I think you said you've seen a, a playthrough before, or at least read a plot summary. Like, besides it being very Japanese, does it work for you? Does it not work? Uh, the, the thing is, I think people might think that I, that's a criticism. I really love the Japanese style of storytelling where it's just like very over the top and it goes kind of like it doesn't nest. Not everything has to be so character driven. Like American storytelling, a lot of the times it's very much like, what is this character's motivations and the the world around it serves as a, a function of getting this character through a series of events, mm-hmm. right? Whereas Japanese storytelling, it's like they world build a ton. Yeah. And so that world ha- is occurring and it might not, it just doesn't, like your main character happens to be there, right? Right. Um, and that's pretty good for a horror game you know that that works pretty well for a horror game because you lose the sense of that autonomy like the world is not driven by you it is instead driven by umbrella corp in this case yeah um and then i always i like that stuff where it's like oh what's causing all of this what's sort of like i like horror yeah that's that goes without saying i kind of love the camp of the resident evil Mm -hmm. franchise like all of it is just so ridiculous and some of the dialogue like later on is when you get the president's daughter like um the guy's name's luis i think he finds a like a spanish cop who's caught up in all this as well and he like find he sees the president's daughter and it's like i didn't know the president's daughter was carrying bazookas yeah i don't think it was uh, that i think that was that. no it wasn't bazookas i remember it because i remember being like oh and rolling my eyes I just like kind of like that like I'm just gonna bother me until I think of that fucking quote. But I, I like the I like that hand fisted dialogue also in part because I know it probably wasn't that exactly in in Japanese, but it was oh, close yeah. enough for it well, to be. Well that's also the that. like the translation of it all. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh I wonder what this was before. <laughs> yeah. Um but no, I like it a lot. Um I don't remember all of the plot beats perfectly. I know it turns out like an old mercenary or cop you had worked with turns out to be the one Umbrella's hired and 
you right. fight him on an island as he's in the helicopter like shooting rockets at you or something yeah. it's like and you get little pieces of that right like every time you kick a zombie and it's just so over the top how like they fly equipped you're with like, her what? ballistics oh yeah there you go equipped her with ballistics uh, Sorry. <laughs> yeah, the fact that you roundhouse okay. kick zombies is also, so fucking ridiculous. Also, if you yeah. want to know what I did to find that, I did Resident Evil Four President's Daughter's boob joke, and it was the first <laughs> thing that came up. Well, of course. I mean, that's pretty straightforward. You get what you ask for, Colleen. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like that like ridiculousness. Like heads explode. You roundhouse kick. If you get caught, you like bicycle kick a zombie in the head like that stuff's fun i wish yeah it's like games can be games like they don't have to be realistic yeah um i think so and i think they're a little bit more open to that uh the realism i mean the realism side of it is like a game like dead space where you just get ripped to pieces by these things like the death sequences in dead space are insane i mean It's like a selling point of the game, frankly. Yeah. Um, This game doesn't have like those graphic like. Yeah. You've been caught by a a zombie, so he's going to rip your skull in two. Like you just kind of fall over. I don't know if I can handle this. Guys, I played Roller Coaster Tycoon, The Sims. Like the worst thing that happens to a sim is like it catches on fire. Like you didn't launch a whole roller coaster full of people into oblivion. No, but it didn't show their gory depths. I just knew that (laughs) they were on my conscience. But they lived it. (laughs) They lived it in the game. That's their lives. And they think, what bleak God created this world for me? <laughs> yep, that's it. Um, let's talk a little bit. And I know I'm the only one who played through this part of it. Um, I watched. You watch. Eventually, you rescue the president's daughter. It's not the entire game, but it's a lot of the game where you control her. And yeah. It's a lose condition in the game if she gets killed or abducted away from you right oh my god it was really painful to watch you try and control her because she's just a fucking idiot it's like because you're okay okay, so matt's like walking down a path that has bear traps around it (laughs) matt's going around the fucking bear traps and this bitch is like oh no my leg and you're like yeah just like why isn't she following exactly where i'm walking like why do i have to set all these traps off yeah and i've heard people talk about that where it's like the best way to play with her is just to find a place and like plant her there. Yep. That's exactly yeah. it, which is like, it's fine. Cause it's not so frustrating, but it's like an extra couple minutes in every stage to be like, stand here, kill the zombies, come back, make sure all the traps are gone. It's like, really? Yeah. Like you don't really need to do this. Yeah. She could just not be around, yeah. which I think is a lesson that a lot of video games have learned later on. Yeah. I, like, I think if this game were made today, there would be like some dialogue cut where it's like, okay, when I call you, you'll come through the level and that would just be how they explain it. And you would just go through and then she would catch up at the end of every mm-hmm. like, I mean, I like, well, scenario. I like that like she is also getting attacked and you have to not only defend yourself, but, it, but defend her. But I just wish that, like, while you were actually moving, she was just following you exactly in your footsteps. Yeah, I mean, you saw just when I picked her up and was, like, figuring out, again, what I had to do. So you would get better. It is super just non-helpful that she requires you to use health items on her. Like, in a game that you manage your health, like, very closely. Do you get more space in your inventory when you get her? No. 
Oh, you bullshit. have to buy it. Yeah, bullshit. You could increase her health. You could increase your own health. But the fact that it's like, okay, you've been hurt a little bit, and because I don't want to lose by accident if I don't see you get hit, here's a full healing item. It's like uh, not the most fun. Yeah. Um. One thing I do want to talk about that I read up on too for this game, which I think is interesting and I wonder how much happens in other games, is it has dynamic difficulty. So behind the scenes, what the game is doing is if you get hit a lot or are constantly dying, the game on subsequent run-throughs gives you things to try and help. So it's like more health items or hits take less damage or stronger bullets like more shotgun ammo, stuff like that. So instead of having like an easier hard, the game tries to make it easier for you. How many times I died in the first village? I do not. I did not feel it happening. <laughs> yeah, but maybe it did. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's an interesting way to at least make the player feel like they're getting better, even if the game is kind of like holding your hand a little bit. But. Yeah, I'd rather have a game where I don't have to die a bunch of times in order to get good at it. I would love this game on easy and you start out with an assault rifle that tears through every enemy in one <laughs> shot and you could just play it and do the puzzles and That sounds great. Just experience it. I, the games today would have that where it's like <gasps> I was just remembering I'm trying to think of video games I played and I played a lot of uh, Tomb Raider. Mm. But I think it was on Dreamcast. PlayStation? Or maybe it was PlayStation. Yeah. And I mean, there are more of those games nowadays. Like, obviously, the Uncharted franchise, it's like, it's pretty much just a, it's an interactive movie a yeah. lot of the times. And there's like some skill involved, but not a ton. Yeah. And I think the perfect blend of the two is like, Last of Us has some legitimate, but Last of Us is an amazing game. That's different. Yeah, uh, I haven't played Last of Us. I, I know I would really like so it good but yeah, yeah I, I think it's just like as my time and my patience grow more thinner yeah sometimes i just want to experience something and not be super challenged by it like i think that's pretty much where i am with video games right now yeah it's a very sad thing to acknowledge about sort of your life but it, it's different when you're playing through a long narrative single player game versus something like cuphead where if you beat a level, you can put it down and come back and, you know, feel mm -hmm. accomplished. Whereas this, it's like you got through maybe the first sub chapter. So the game right. is like divided in somewhat logical bits. And it was so challenging that it made you stop like early on, which is kind of just not appealing yeah. for adults. Yeah, I just don't know how how to approach it, really. It's it's not the mindset at which I was approaching the video game. Which is not the best. I mean, clearly this, then you could just say, well, the game wasn't meant for you Yeah. at this point in time. But like, okay, let's say Resident Evil came out, or Resident Evil 4, whatever, came out. Who, like, who is an intended audience for this? Is it kids who have unlimited time or is it adults? Like, it's like high schoolers. Like this so is yeah, young, like it's, then it's then, young adults. Then this got to be high schoolers to college kids. No, I, I, and we could we could start to because like into we're grown ass jaded old people, you know. Yeah, we could start to move. Somebody into the out there is rolling their eyes so hard at you saying that you're old. I'm not old, but I don't have time for this shit. I've got to work 
50 hours a week and run 30 miles to 50 miles every week and take care of my yeah, dogs. Like, I don't have unlimited time to just sit around and keep fucking dying over and over in a video yeah. game. Yeah, and I think Whereas, that's... like, high school Colleen would have been like, fuck yeah, what else do I have to do? But we, we also watched five hours of movies this week and... It's just like that's different. less stressful. I right. don't have to die a bunch in a movie. I just get to be entertained for an hour and a half. No, uh, it, well, that's not so true anymore, is it? <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is that it's just like how you're willing to spend that free time. Like, I'd much rather, I'd love to play this game where I can run through it, so experience it, but have it be more narrative focused than than difficult. Whereas in the past, I'd commit the same amount of time, but want to get good at it and probably be more completionist and grab stuff in the levels and you know all that stuff so yeah i think it's a good good place to start wrapping up keeping this episode tight um (laughs) i think this game is still awesome like i it looks really good for the time again no it's a remaster it's not like they remastered it so well it's like a 4k like next gen it still looks pretty rough around the edges but it looks good enough it plays really well for what it is, but yeah. by God, are the controls hard to pick up? Like, and even playing for five hours, I was still like, "Oh shit, I hit the wrong button." Um, yeah, I'm looking at a wall as soon as I started aiming. <laughs> um, but I think that works well for what they're trying to do, where it's just building this tension. Um, some of the combat gets a bit repetitive. It's just like, okay, do the exact same thing in this zone. Um, as they start to introduce new enemies and bosses, it's a little better. But yeah, I think it's a great game. I, I'll probably play through it all the way again just to, to relive it. I know later on it gets hard and the enemies get harder and I'm probably not going to finish it even though I'm saying I'm going to. But it was a, it was a fun one to revisit for me. Well, um, not my cup of tea, but it wouldn't have been my cup of tea 15 years ago. But, and it won't be, well, maybe it will be 15 years from now. Who knows? Maybe I'll be a different person. But it's just like not my style of game. But I did think it looked nice. Yeah, did you And find like it scary? there was a huge difference between this and Sonic, which is only a couple of years apart. So that was pretty cool to see. Because I like didn't really play video games at this point very often. So Does any of the suspense come through watching it versus playing it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's definitely more stressful playing it. Like when I even the like five minutes I played out, it's just like, oh my God, like my heart's beating through my chest. I don't want to die. Even though I know like realistically, I'm just going to die and then come back to life and do it again. But I just don't like dying. Um, But it was definitely spooky to watch. And it looked hard to play while I was watching you too. Like when you're trying to adjust to the controls and stuff, like I could tell that you were struggling. I was struggling. Yeah, but it was yeah. it was fine. It's it, a video game. It is a video game. It is a video game. Uh, I would say I. I mean, I just can't. I, I the the control scheme is just so bonkers. Bad. Like it's just. I mean, we just nailed it with twin stick shooters, right? Like once we started doing twin stick shooters, that's just the way they should play. When did that happen? And, like what year did oh, that happen? Like four years before this. Oh. Yeah. So this game purposefully yeah. made it this way. Interesting. Yeah. So it was a choice. And so I can hold them accountable for that choice and say, like, I get it. It's fine to purposefully limit the player in order to build tension in a horror game. Mm-hmm. Now, nowadays, that's done just by they don't give you very much to do. Like, you don't get weapons and the weapons don't work if you do get them. Like, that's how they do it now. 
Uh, this game says you have all the weapons, you can move around fully, it's just going to be hard to do. Which is very frustrating in the sense that you're just like, I just feel like I can't, like I'm playing through pudding. Like I just can't move around this world. Yeah, it, uh, it is sometimes needlessly difficult because yeah. as a, this person's supposed to be very capable and fit and is like unable to just walk in a 90 degree turn or like yeah right. take a couple steps while aiming yeah it's like uh, yeah i don't need this to be gears of war i don't need him to be like superhuman right but i need to be able to reliably move through a room yep and so it's not it's like what i feel like is not that the game is difficult because it's a horror game and it's difficult it's like it's needlessly difficult yeah it's difficult for the sake of being difficult I mean, it's not even like dark souls where it's just punishing like that's the you things deal a lot of damage dark souls is a really well-made game otherwise right yeah yeah it, it's tough to play and the learning curve is steep i do think like i was hitting my stride a little bit where i could comfortably move and, and play but it is tough when we're preparing for these to jump in for what we usually time box to two hours and yeah just be so frustrated that at the end of it you're like okay i'm good yeah. um one thing i will add to your 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 frustration which i may be misremembering but i'm pretty sure on gamecube it wasn't even aim with the other stick you moved and aim with the same stick yeah great solid <laughs> which is so hard to think about because like every game now is you move with the left aim i don't even think right. i could do that because yeah. i've never had to I, do that i almost changed the controls in the in the xbox version they have the option to do that i almost put it on just to see but i was like why would i do this myself wow yeah that's an in, that would be an interesting choice all right so uh how many friends would you give resident evil 4 I like this way more than friends. Like the nostalgia is way higher for me playing this, like played this with all of my like middle school friends and, and played remasters and and I played through five. So it feels nostalgic, just like the controls. I gave friends like half a quarter of a grilled cheese cut in halves instead of triangles. And what? Yeah, rectangles. that's a pretty scathing. Um, I stand by that. That whole the square thing is fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> I probably give this like three friends. Okay, because friends was still yeah. entertaining, right? It wasn't like a grilled cheese. Like, goddamn, this is a perfect yeah. meal. I just feel like that's too low of a number considering your scathing review of friends. <laughs> oh my god, scathing! Yeah. Only a madman would do that, Matt. You'd rather watch friends and eat a grilled cheese. Yeah. All right, Anoop, how many friends? Uh, okay, so... I'll give it five friends. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. Better. The, the, the point on Resident Evil 5, because we did play that, and I don't... I mean, obviously, the tank controls, as I refer to them, are difficult. I don't remember them being as bad in 5, though. We like, should there's pick, definitely some... Huh? We should pick that up and do, like, a, a, a hot take update or something in, in an episode coming up just to see if they are the same and we were just more willing yeah maybe because it was also college so we probably were just more willing to try but i remember liking five more than than i liked this so getting to the point the actual review i uh whew, i mean i would still watch friends 
um i don't think i'll ever play this game again <laughs> like if somebody puts on an episode of friends i'd be like yeah somebody's like hey do you want to play resident evil 4 i'd be like no no i don't <laughs> um so i'll give this uh i've been using 0.5 a lot lately but i'm gonna give it 0.5 friends mm. yeah i'm gonna give it a point zero 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 five friends you would never I would never play it. you would never play it i would never play it like the no. difficulty of it you would never learn to get past because you still have trouble with just regular two stick shooters correct right i don't i don't do well with the shooty the yeah, shooty which games. is fine would you watch if i play it you'd probably be more willing to watch this game than me play borderlands though or or fortnite um definitely fortnite yeah because fortnite's stupid Borderlands, yeah. I at least oh, play myself. Oh, if we myself. were rating watching this game, I think it's very high. Yeah, it was, it was good to watch. Uh, I would definitely, I think I'd still, I'd rather watch this over Borderlands, even though I play Borderlands, and I like kind of know what's happening in Borderlands. I, still, I, I think yeah. this is very entertaining. Oh, cool. fuck. We, you know what we didn't talk about? I don't know if you even gotten any of them. The quick time events? Oh, I, I had a few from like fucking up. Yeah. So this yeah. game was like the first game that had the thing where something pops up on the screen and you have to hit the right buttons to not die. Oh. Yeah. So. Oh, like when you were battling the monster in the sea and you had to hit like, yeah. X a bunch? Or like you're running down an alley and then a random set of buttons pops up and you have to hit them right or else a boulder will crush you or something. Interesting. How, how long do you have to do it? That's what's so frustrating That sounds about so it. stressful. Yeah, they're very short. And this game yeah. later on has some long cutscenes where you have to do a like you'll be in a knife fight. This game has like this one knife fight where you fight this mercenary and you have to hit all the right buttons right. And if you fail, you go back to the beginning and do it again. No, see that's too stressful. I still have to look down at the controller to to remember <laughs> where the buttons are because I don't. Yeah. Be, also because I switch between the Switch and the Xbox, which the buttons are flipped around. Are so yeah. yeah. It's very hard to be a multi-console person. Yeah, I, I just want. If to... I only played Xbox, I'd probably be able to do it. But if I just like switch around too much, I just wanted to throw it in because I'm upset I forgot during the talk because that is a legacy that they left for like a decade, where every game was still. Like... I mean, there's still a lot of games that use a ton of quick time. It's events. just not fun. It's not it's good. Not. It's it's an interest. It can be good when used sparingly but there are some games where it's like literally the basis of this entire game is your ability to just hit whatever button comes up on the screen and i'm like if i wanted to play a rhythm game i'd play guitar hero yep <laughs> well okay i'm glad i didn't forget i would have been upset if i were midway through our next episode and i i remembered but um cool any any last thoughts nothing for me i had nothing to say um, this is my best episode yet, I think, for you guys, because I didn't talk. I talked. So Matt's happy. <laughs> Matt's satisfied when he... I didn't, like, wow, I didn't say anything horribly sexist by accident. <laughs> this is the best conversation we've had in years. Colleen just shut Yeah, no, the game, the game handled the sexism for you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> the one thing I will say is I really like the video game episodes. I think I need to... One, we all need to play it. Like, no, no, no more of the we can watch each other play. No, that's cheating. Yeah. Yeah. And two, I think next time I will pick 
a firm place in the game that we all have to get to. Yeah, that seems fair. Like maybe we yeah. maybe we pick it a couple weeks in advance so we have time, but Yeah. Um I they do require more time. I, yeah, yeah, I do really like doing them though because it's like a friend's think, episode's twenty minutes. This video, it's also just so wildly egregious when a game is bad. Yeah, <laughs> like when a movie's bad, that's hard, but you can get through it eventually. It'll be over. You have a nice little timer saying like, "Hey, this is when this experience ends." <laughs> yep. Ugh. True. Okay. Fine. Cool. Well, we'll see everyone next week. Continuing everything you remember sucks because we could just stick with that and it's vampire theme uh, yeah but how, everything you remember sucks but it's vampires how do they that's the full title how do vamp uh, there's like a accent like the i want to everything you remember sucks. that was good that was ah, really good ah, ah, ah. two <laughs> grilled cheeses oh. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. i rate this episode <laughs> point five friends <laughs> Point zero 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 five friends. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> okay, so it's the count theme. Perfect. All right, guys. Everything you us. remember counts. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Wait. What? This is a new Pepsi News outro. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, but guys, are you ready for the? Usually we let it calm down, Colleen. But fuck it, we're coming in. I hot forgot. Extra. Is it extra? Outro. Extra. <laughs> extra. <laughs> Okay, guys, next week and several minutes from now for us, get ready to jump in line. See you next time.